Good day and welcome to Rocket with Chief. My name is Daniel Robus. I'm your host for the day. And today we are diving into an area which is very close to my heart. You know, when I did my thesis, I did it on the impact of a, a person's reputation in the award of complex IT sales. The result was a landslide. Yes, reputation makes a difference, but less than 10% of the folks I interviewed were actively working on their online reputation or building a personal brand. Okay, that was a couple of years ago. But when I came across Renee's profile, I thought we should have a chat. Renee, howdy. How are you today? Hey, Daniel, not so bad, eh? Not so bad at all. Uh, brilliant. That's because you're in Cape Town, you lucky person. In, in Cape Town. And the weather's good today, so it's lovely. Yeah. Mm. An elevator pitch on Flant's directive creators for our audience before I start grilling you on the hows and the why. Sure. Fantastic. Well, Flant's is a... A digital ecosystem agency. Uh, we we have one part of the agency that is pure marketing of brands and helping brands achieve what they need to, and then also uh, marketing people and helping them produce and create uh, professional personal brands uh, that they can use for a whole host of things. So we help companies with their ecosystems uh, and help them wherever the customers are and how do you attract those customers from a warm inbound way. Why did you create Flance? What drove you away from working for the man, for working for a company? So I was never a good employee at all. Um, I, I started my first, first business when I was 11. Uh, I actually grew up in Botswana. Uh, so I, I grew up in an entrepreneurial household. My dad owned a few businesses. Started my own business when I was young and went to go study. And I was never a good employee. I, was, uh, I worked at a few companies wouldn't last longer than six months at any company because uh, I just did not like uh, being told what to do, I guess. And uh, that's why I started. I, I, the, last, the last job I had was in the media space selling advertising on the phone, which was horrible. Never do that. Um, and uh, that's when I just, that's when clients said to me, you know, digital is the way to go. And that's where I went from print to digital. And, and started that, I started Social Animal in my first agency back in the day. Yeah. Wow. I love how on your site you list all the tech you can't live without. It's one of my questions that I, I traditionally ask. What role does technology play in your world as a business leader? Oh, yeah. So tech. So I, I think our SaaS bill on a monthly basis is close to 100,000 rand minimum. Uh, that's all the softwares we use, all the tech that we use. Technology and, and using uh, tech in terms of, you know, uh, software as a service products uh, is essential, especially in our business as a digital company. We run a, very, we run a remote company. We have 55 staff worldwide. Um, and we have to run and have processes in place. And if you don't have your tech in place, uh, it's just, you're, just, you're just going to be trying to swim against the, uh, the tide, to be honest. Uh, tech enables you to be automated, to create processes, to run things that, that, are, that, 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 that you don't have to do manually. Um, so we're very tech oriented. We have a lot of process, a lot of applications we, we have from the digital marketing side to the, uh, the reporting side to the communication side. And as I advise businesses, don't skimp on, 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 on tech. Actually invest in your, your SaaS products that you are purchasing and use them properly. Otherwise, you just, it's, it's, the opportunity cost is too large. Okay. Um, and, and do you find in your personal capacity that tech makes you more effective as a leader or is this just oh, 100%. give me your top three apps that that are that are go-tos immediately sure so 
first Google, uh, we're Google baby. We, we use the whole Google, uh, you know, kind of interface and Google Drive and G Suite. So we have a full <laughs> business kind of thing. Uh, it's lovely because everything's in the cloud. Everything is saved automatically. No one can delete anything. I had, a, I had one, uh, one situation that a whole client's folder got deleted by accident, but we could just restore it as quickly wow. as possible. And uh, some staff, their laptops die. Doesn't matter. Everything's on the cloud. Mm-hmm. So your, 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 your physical tech needs to be redundant, needs to be as redundant as possible. Your cloud te- technology needs to be you know, to a point that you can access it anywhere in the world. And being on Google, it's so easy, so user-friendly. So that's one of them. Love that. Then it, and, and also, uh, you know, our accounting software, we use Xero. Xero is amazing. Uh, from an accounting perspective, uh, we use that in conjunction with an app called Dex. Uh, Dex is a receipt software that I just record all our receipts. I take pictures of our receipts, and that helps uh, you know, us with our accounting. Uh, I guess from a, from a management perspective, from a people management perspective, we invest heavily into Bamboo HR, which is the HR system uh, that onboards cl- uh, staff, that runs employee advocacy, that runs a lot of things. And we, we manage our full staff contingent with, uh, with Bamboo and all the contracts. So that's highly, highly essential. Um, and then there's a few applications I use daily. I mean, just right now, I'm using an app called Crisp that, cu- that cuts out all background noise. So I could be... I could be clapping right next to you and you won't hear it. Um, I could be sitting in a coffee shop, you won't hear it. You just hear my voice. So just small things like that. Um, love, love, I guess, love tech uh, on a daily basis. It shines from you that you enjoy the tech and, and you dive into it, boots and all. Is that where the digital animal moncular comes from? How did that come about? Sure. So when I started my, my, uh, my LinkedIn journey, um, you know, I, was, I, I engage with a lot of LinkedIn kind of professionals around the world. And uh, I run, I, as I said, my first agency was Social Animal. It's called Social, Social Animal. And I created, uh, or I'm starting a project called the Digital Animal kind of website that helps uh, get small businesses uh, do their own digital marketing. They don't, they don't need an agency to do it for them uh, because we've helped thousands of businesses do it. Um, and Digital Animal, it, it's just, it's there to start a conversation. It's there to kind of break me away from the crowd. Um, so this is what I, this is, some clients call me that, and I just put that on my LinkedIn. Nothing too intense, to be honest. It's just to start a conversation. It is um, very interesting. Of, it, it stands out. Yeah. yeah. It stands out. Because if you get a message from me, the digital animal, they're like, okay, well, what is this? Who sh- why should I be looking at his profile? And some people are like, oh, yeah, you know, it doesn't make sense with this or that. I'm like, I actually couldn't care, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what I call myself. It's You can like it, don't like it. Uh, it's the whole thing about uh, being polarized to a certain degree. Uh, you know, the more polarized you are, the better at the end of the day, because you get super fans and you get, I guess, super haters. Um, but you can only, you know, if you have a lot of super fans, and it's a good, it's a good, it's a good way to go about it. Uh, so being polarized is actually good. It's not bad. Do you think your average business person is digital savvy enough with regards to our online presence? Uh, just from the people that I deal with, business owners are so focused on running their businesses, so focused on keeping the doors open. You know, they, it, it's, it, it does fall away a bit from a, you know, they don't understand how effective digital kind of software or means can actually help them on a daily basis. So there's a yes and no to this. Uh, I have met business owners that are queued up and running on all kind of things. And then on the other hand, there are business owners that will just do a small part of it, but they don't know the possibilities that are there. A lot of business owners or uh, small business owners won't actually spend that 
little bit of money on a on a software because um, they'll do it manually. But actually, the opportunity cost to that that comes with it is is more expensive than the ten, fifteen, twenty dollars that you're going to spend on application to make your life easier. Um, and I guess also LinkedIn, you know, a lot of them aren't they don't see the the value yet. South Africa specifically, because we do with a lot of international clients, and LinkedIn is a very big part of the international sphere. But South Africans are just waking up to the possibilities of this platform and and having a good personal brand and what it actually does from your for your business for the employees uh, to just general awareness and perception. Yeah. So, do you think it's um, uh, online is just a, a different place to fish? Or is it a different pond altogether? So, you know, it's, yeah, it's a different place to fish. Um, I think, uh, and yes, it, it's, I'd say yes to both, to be honest. Um, that you can't run a business nowadays without having a digital presence. Sure, uh, that's an accepted get, in my mind. That's yeah, an accepted, you, you but what do you do with it? What do you mean? What, what do you do with your, your, your actual presence? Yeah, or? yeah, like, so what? I'm on LinkedIn, so, so what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the same thing I get with, from a lot of people. They're like, so you know, so what? And this is the this is the one thing I reply to that. You've been in business for a long time. You understand the value of relationships. You probably haven't gotten to where you are at the moment without relationships. Um, it's who you know. It's how it's you know that that brings business to your table. Think of LinkedIn as a networking event. You act all the time, twenty four hours a day. I like that. You can connect. You can connect and network with people not just in South Africa but worldwide. You can build relationships with a click of a button. Now, because you've been in business for a while, you know that relationships are, are, relationships are, are important. Why are you not using the biggest relationship tool in the world to further increase your network and your network base? Um, the whole your network is your network is so true. It's who you know, you know, and this is why you should be using it. This is why you should be on the daily. This is why you should be posting content. Um, 1% of LinkedIn population post content. That's it. Why are you not part of that 1%? Uh, you should be elevating yourself in the platform. Uh, if we think about customers that interact with you, how would someone's life change after being exposed to your company? So there's a lot of, you know, I, I find myself I'm trying to really give as much value to clients as possible. Um, I even meet with uh, potential clients that can't even afford our services just to give them, you know, to open their eyes to the possibility of this, of, or specifically LinkedIn. Uh, now I'm very LinkedIn focused because we, you know, we, we run a lot of clients on LinkedIn, and it's it's changed our business completely. Um, I've no, I've 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 witnessed how one relationship can change your business and life, oh. and it's all because of what we can do on LinkedIn. And I mean, yes, uh, you know, if you do this out of LinkedIn, you can do it, but on a very very scaled back version, you can only meet so, so many people on a daily basis or weekly basis. On LinkedIn, you can accept, you can, you can uh, do so much more. Um, and quickly. So, you know, I say to individuals, I will give them as much advice and strategy and I'll give them all the all the keys to the castle. I don't mind sharing information. I don't mind sharing what to do. The trick is, are you going to implement it? Are you actually going to do it? Do you have time to do it? Uh, what we do is not rocket science. Um, it's just execution and putting the resources behind it. So that's why a lot of clients use us because they don't have the time to actually do this on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. It's all about consistency. It's all about that momentum that you build. Um, and people just, you know, they'll come onto the platform, they'll post a few times, they won't get the traction, they'll stop doing it. But that's not the point. Your first 100 posts are going to be horrible. That's just the fact. Um, but it's not about the posts, it's not about the content, it's about building the, the, master, the memory muscle, the consistency of actually posting content so people can see your brand, see how you unfold, 
see how you develop it. It's all about consistency and, and doing it for a longer period of time. Um, anything in life really is. And uh, if you really put the effort and time behind it, it, it bears massive fruit. Um, so yeah, you know, when people go through, go through us, I, we manage them directly. Their brands become more, uh, you know, out there. I've had clients from a, just create the most and big, biggest business that's come from the platform uh, because of the service. Um, and they don't have to spend anything on advertising. You know, that's the best sure. part of it. Um, yeah. For someone who's starting out, what is a one, two, three that you recommend for people to become more effective on LinkedIn? You've mentioned posting, you've mentioned consistency, you've mentioned a presence. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. what would your one, two, three be for them? So my, one, my first point of call is to update your profile. Actually make it look good. You know, make sure, because that's the foundation of it. Uh, your, your personal profile is more important, in my opinion, than a CV. CVs you can, you can write, you know, if you can put your own stuff on there. But your LinkedIn profile, you can actually put depth and, and, and uh, you know, stuff into it because you can get recommendations on it. You can have a good, you can even have a video on there. You can have certain banners. You can really use that profile as a landing page. Um, as a business owner, I've sold products and services without websites. You don't need a website. You need a good professional looking profile, profile to actually achieve the same thing. Sure. And then yeah. point two, so we've got profile. Point two would, would be actually to engage. Go and connect with people. Go and engage with people. The companies that you want to do business with, guess what? All the whole Exco team, the whole C-suite team is on LinkedIn. Go and actually connect with them. But don't just send them a connection request. Actually put a note to it. Hi, yeah. I, love, yeah. I love your company. I'd love to see what you guys are doing further. Let's connect. Actually have a conversation. Uh, okay, so don't comment. And every time you comment, your name is there. Your wow. mini advert is there. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's, you're putting little adverts everywhere out there. So actually become part of the community. So I said to everyone, spend 30, 40 minutes a day actually commenting on LinkedIn. Uh, it drives a lot of traffic back to your profile. And that's where the real sale happens. That's sure. where you can put your website. That's where you put your services. The inbound is amazing. I mean, I wake up sometimes with multiple meetings booked to my calendar because there's a calendar link on my, on my LinkedIn and they can book appointments with me. Um, straight from my LinkedIn profile. So it's a tool people should be using that really doesn't have to cost you a lot of money. Um, sure. You just need to know how to use it. Yeah. And then the third, I guess, is to, to try and create relationships. You don't have to always sell on LinkedIn. Try and create offline relationships. Yeah. Go for a coffee with someone you've connected with. Go reach out to a competitor. Engage with them. Go have lunch with your competitor. Uh, go have lunch with a client. Actually take the conversation offline and take it to another level. Um, so don't just stay online. Try and have a coffee or a meeting. Yeah. Understand yeah. who they are, what they do. And actually build, you know, I, I spent Fridays network. So I, I, create, I set up coffee meets or Zoom meets and I just meet people. Uh, that's, what, that's what builds network. Yeah. Outstanding. That's really, really good. I'm going to move on um, to uh, look at Flance and where you're going now. What's the oh. next big thing looming on the horizon and how do you think it's going to impact your business? So the next big thing, thing for us, uh, so we started a, a new business, side business to, to this company uh, that's specifically geared towards sports professionals and helping them on LinkedIn. So that's a whole new side to it. Because um, sports professionals, once they exit sports, they don't know what to do. They don't know which businesses to invest in or start. So we're doing purely LinkedIn for sports. 
Uh, and then the the corporate, so Plants as well is an agency, a uh, digital agency, and we're going to be basically uh, going heavily into a niche with healthcare. Uh, so healthcare is one of our big niches, um, and we help a lot of healthcare brands around the world. Uh, and then LinkedIn-wise, we're going to be going, you know, activating and working specifically with corporates, big corporates. Um, so helping corporates with their advocacy programs, their employees, how the employees use LinkedIn, um, and not just one or two key people, but the actual company as a whole. Because yeah. if you have a thousand employees, what are they doing? You should actually be using them and uh, giving them the, the tools to be doing this on, a, on an ongoing basis because they could have two, three, four hundred thousand followers as a whole. And that could be massive brand awareness if you actually use it properly. Wow, I never thought about that. That's actually creating a wave or a movement for your company just through your employees yeah. and their base. That's really interesting. Yeah. If you uh, were reading a book, Lessons in What Not to Do When Running a Business, what chapter would you have written? What not to do in business. <laughs> um, okay, so what not to do in business. Uh, don't, don't not have contracts, I guess, is one of the big things. Uh, contracts is, you know, I learned very early in my life, in my life that having a contract is essential. Uh, it sets the groundwork, you know, sets the tone for, for client interaction. Um, and so don't work think, on goodwill. Wait till you got the work paperwork. People, yeah. words, words are nothing. Yeah. Words are nothing. Words, words, words are unfortunately, uh, you know, unless you've done business with a person for a long period of time, uh, contracts are essential. Actually, okay. you're super essential. Um, and then also what not to do in business, you know, the, from a hiring perspective, I would I would hire slow and fire fast. Um, so this is what we also uh, try and implement. Um, a bad hire is exceptionally expensive. Exceptionally expensive. Uh, that's why a lot of our what a lot of our employees that we hire would always come on as a contract basis to start with. So a two three month contract basis, then they become a full time employee afterwards. Because if you go from straight not even knowing this person until to actual hiring, they can fake reviews, they can fake recommendations, they can fake CVs. I've had I've had so many people that have come in that say they can do certain things, but when as soon as you they arrive, nothing happens. And then you're stuck with a full-time employee that and in South Africa terms is very hard to get so good of someone if they've started yeah. with you. So we hire slow, we really go through a due diligence kind of uh, scenario and then they go on to a contract basis and then only after contract basis they can become full time employees. Doesn't matter what position you are in the country, sure. um, and it's really helped us. Really, really helped us. Sure. Yeah. You've stepped into a global consulting role. How different are clients in Zimbabwe versus the USA versus South Africa, and how different is it from face to face? Oh, so yeah. I mean, we. I don't meet many clients face to face. We have uh, a lot of clients around the world. Uh, we've got a big client contingent in Singapore, in the UK, and the USA. And in Nigeria, uh, clients are very different uh, worldwide. South Africans are a lot more skeptical. They take a lot more, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> it takes a lot more time for them to make decisions. Um, but they still, I still love South African clients, but international clients are a lot more, how can I say, they, they, they put a bigger emphasis on digital and on personal brand, um, I guess, because they, you know, they, you know, they, they being in those environments are very cutthroat. Uh, the competition in those environments are a lot higher as well. Uh, also, then again, you know, our, our buying capacity is much lower compared to the international market. Um, also, international clients are 
from a payment perspective, they don't mind paying up front. Uh, they actually, you can actually enforce that, even big contracts, even on a corporate level. South Africa still lags. They still try to pay 30, 60 days, and they just, it, 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 it's, it, it basically pushes back, you know, from a content. So, because you can then only pay people that are. So, I think Africa has a lot, lot of, a long way to go from, a, from that perspective um, because, uh, you know, yeah, it's just, it's just different. Um, but uh, the international guys are, they, they, they love sacrifice because we can tell stories. You know, we know yeah. how to tell a story. The, the international agencies can't tell a story as, as best as we can. It's very, sure. very different. Yeah. That's really interesting. And it gives you a different revenue stream. So you're not all your eggs are in one basket from a consulting oh, yeah. perspective. That's super. Yeah, 90% of our clientele is international. Um, sure. So we do have a, we do have a local local uh, you know, clients, and I love our local clients. Uh, but we don't. It's not something that we we don't hunt inside. Okay. The clients that come to us are from word of mouth from other individuals. But our hunting grounds are APAC region, uh, Zurich, UK, USA. Oh. Um, you know all the all the countries that can that can that we can charge dollar for as well. Uh, we also have a different pricing point for South Africa. Yeah, we don't expect them to pay the price point that our international clients pay. Um, yeah, what do you think is your your team's special X factor? Why is plants doing so well? We 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 give more than what than what we uh, get paid for at the end of the day. Um, we always try and go above and beyond to a point that when a client pays for the service, they're like, "Wow, I'm actually getting an exceptional deal here." Um, so we always try and give more than what we what we charge, um, okay. and it creates a good client experience, and that's why clients just stay with us for years because because of that experience. Um, listen, we aren't the cheapest agency by any means, but once they once they go through us and the client experience, it's all about client experience. When we're selling a service and sell time, it's not a product at all. Uh, the clients the client experience needs to be needs to be world class. So. Once you know, once they become part of the service, we will go beyond beyond the call of duty for our clients within reason, of course. Yeah. But uh, they need to always walk away to to sit there and say, "Man, whatever I'm paying is not what they they they're giving me way more than what I'm paying." So that, uh, that takes away the the need to be in the room squeezing the palm because they're correct. getting the correct. the service. They don't and mind that you're a thousand k's away. Hundred percent. So a lot of companies will try and give or try and service clients. You know, try and make as much profit as possible. Uh, we we do it a little bit differently. Yes, profit is important, but we we you know we we place bigger emphasis on a client experience than just dollars in the bank because yeah. dollars in the bank is a byproduct of that. And there will be more dollars in the bank if you can service your clients and they can and you can retain your clients. So by trying to skimp on service and time. Uh, or trying to give them the bare minimum for what they pay for is just counter. It just counter. It's counterproductive to what mm. you want to actually achieve. Mm. Um, profit is a byproduct of a good service for for clients. Yeah. Sure. That's that's very interesting. There's a lot to think about now. Um, it, from your perspective as a as a business lead and and a digital lead around here, who's your your mentor from a business perspective? Um, mentors. So I have a few mentors. I've got, uh, there's a, uh, I have a coach, uh, I have two coaches, Mike and Lundy. Uh, they're part of the circle of excellence. Uh, they're mentors. I've been with them for quite a few years. Uh, yeah, business coaches, definitely they can be mentors at the same time. Um, I do, I've, we've got two business coaches that we work with. 
uh, ongoingly. And uh, from a mentor perspective, you know, there's a, there's a few clients that um, that I've worked with in the past that also I would say as mentors. I don't know if I can share their names directly, um, but uh, there's there's a lot of people that I follow. Uh, maybe not specifically mentors, but uh, people that 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 people should follow. Um, yeah. I don't know if I can share that. Yes, of course. Um, so I mean, one being Justin Walsh, he's a fantastic creator on LinkedIn. Yeah. I'm part of his audience and income group. Uh, he teaches people how to create solo businesses and side hustles. Fantastic kind of person to follow. Uh, Bob Skinstat, I would say he's also someone that I love following. Bob's also a client of ours. Uh, so we we help him with his LinkedIn and we, we, we help him with strategy. Um, but he, he's just a phenomenal person. Uh, especially in business and, and, in, and as an individual, so someone definitely to follow. And then John Sarnay, uh, you know, John John's an author. He's a futurist, great content, love his books. Uh, definitely someone to follow as well. And I look up to him quite a bit. Um, so definitely someone that that people should follow and read his material. Brilliant. And then, um, I you top three podcasts or books? Are you a book or a podcast person? You 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 interviewed on a on a number of podcasts. So. Yes, yeah. So I do both. Uh, I think you know they each have its have their own space and time to consume the data uh, or the actual you know the information that's been going through. So you know podcasts. Um, I would recommend My First Million by Sam Parr and, uh, and Sean Perry. Uh, they talk everything about you know exits to creating uh, a lot of wealth in the early stages of exiting and going doing things and crypto. Um, and sure. it's, just, it's such a phenomenal podcast to listen to. And then another one that's called Daily Fire uh, by Lee Dumas. Uh, phenomenal podcast. Um, he actually lives in Costa Rica because of tax reasons. Um, and he talks about it's a, very, a lot of digital marketing and side hustles and certain things. So fantastic. Uh, and then another big podcast that's played a big impact in my life is Smart Passive Income by Pat Flynn. Um, so one of my biggest uh, I, digital or business uh, passions is creating passive income uh, through affiliates and through recurring revenue kind of models. Um, so one of my big ambitions is to create a passive income business online that can generate enough business that I can financially retire if you have to pay wow. that. Um, and it's very easy to achieve. Um, so passive income uh, by Pat Flynn, phenomenal. Then actually listen to that. Um, and then the books I'd recommend, the big one, Atomic Habits, uh, really, really great kind of book to go and listen, you know, read. Uh, Can't Hurt Me is also a fantastic book by David Goggins. Really, really amazing book to go and read. Um, Master Your Mind, yeah, that's, uh, that's David Goggins. Then Getting Everything You Can Out of All You Got by Jay Abraham, phenomenal, phenomenal book. Um, oh. It really, it, it's, it's, a very, it's a great book to actually. And then I just started reading this book uh, called The Go-Giver. Yes. And it talks about uh, how giving is the, the emphasis of success and how successful people share this trait of giving uh, without having without having the need to see. Um, so it is phenomenal. Go and read it. Thank you. Perspective on, on giving. That um, is a great suggestion. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Renee, we've, we've been um, having a chat now for half an hour. I just want to ask you, what is the one question you wish I had asked you um, during our time? Um, I guess, yeah, the one, the one question, uh, this is an interesting one. <laughs> uh, I guess, how are you finding more business? How are you finding new clients? How are you, how, what is your, what is your engine look like? What is your new business? Engine? 
Excellent. I did have that written down and I went past it. I mean, it's why customers come to you and how do they come to you? But let's ask, how does your engine work, Renit? How do you get new logos? So, so, you know, the, I sell very differently to a lot of people. Um, I very seldomly go out to the end client. I, help, I very seldomly sell to my end, you know, going out and actually pitching our service. I, I very, very seldomly do that. I do, have a, I do have a small team that does do that. But the way I sell is through people. So I would, I would go and form a relationship with a partner agency or a competitor. Or uh, I will, I will, the way I sell is through individuals recommending our products okay. and, how, and how that can benefit them and how it can benefit us. So I've got partner agencies all over the world that uh, that actually use our service as a B2B function for their clients because they hold a relationship. When I first started uh, back in my freelance days, um, I didn't have clients. I, did, I was a nobody. No one really knew who I was, what I did. I pitched 100 clients, didn't get any clients. The, the, the moment I approached a web development agency and told them I can do uh, social media marketing and I've formed a relationship with them, they sent me my first 10 clients immediately. So uh-huh. Just from the beginning, if you have a relationship with someone that holds the final, the final relationship with your end client, that is the key. You need to build up. And to date, I get two, three leads a day from our partner agencies uh, that, or even people I've dealt with that are sending leads on a continuous basis. So awesome. I sell through others. Um, I don't sell awesome. everything. Yeah. That is so. That's so interesting. Wow. That is. That is kind of how I've lived my life. I enjoy that. Thank you very much for that, Renid. Yeah. Renid, where well do people get hold of you? Where can they get hold of you? So easiest way, go on LinkedIn, search the digital animal or Renee Lombard, I'll pop up. You can connect with me. Uh, I'll be happy to connect with you. You can ask questions. I'm, I'm happy to give advice. Um, and it's an ongoing journey, especially in your LinkedIn journey. And uh, if you follow my content, I share a lot of tips and tricks and and how to do things and you know what you can use for it. We, we, try, we try and share as much value as possible. Um, and, uh, and if you do want to have a chat with me, you're welcome to book a, chat, uh, book a meeting with me on my profile. There's a link to book. Uh, and happy to meet with whoever. Thank you so much. Gee, Renee, from my side, you've been so concise and, and answered all the questions. I love oh, the way you run your agency and I love the way you run your interviews. Um, Excellent. Uh, I can't wait to carry on following you and seeing where you are taking the organization. And I'm glad you're bringing Forex to South Africa. It's great that the majority of your work is offshore. Yeah, no, that, that is, that is true. I do, you know, bring Forex is great because it's adding to our economy here, uh, which is, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Well, enjoy Cape Town. Have a lovely day. I give you the rest of the day off. As you have been so good, you just take it. (laughs) From me, Daniel at Rockets, I'm going to sign off and say have a lucky day. Awesome. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate your time. Talk to you soon.